one. Got with me here, Ariel Rubin, for the second time, kind of second third time. time. You were in Kenzie's position for uh, Richard Taylor, the head of U of O's physics True. department. So kind of your third time on the show, but that's not like a formal appearance. So second time on the show. How have you been? So good. I've nice. been great. I like it. You yeah. are on a trip. I kind of outed it on um, a, a fellow Hummingbird Wholesale uh, Workers episode that you're going. I said Costa Rica, but you're actually going to. Yes. Puerto Rico, actually. Puerto Rico. There we go. Yes. I like mm -hmm. it. U.S. territory. Yeah. We'll put that on your map of like, I want to get out of Oregon. Yeah. Well, it's wild. I mean, I've grown up here. Pacific Northwest is my home. It just feels so you know, homey. The smells, the taste, the colors, the farmer's market, everything. Yeah. It's just very much home. But um, yeah, we have this incredible opportunity to uh, build a retreat uh, in Puerto Rico. We have really? an investor friend who's interested what? in just sort of funding the project and he wants sort of an off-grid sustainable ecotourism. So you're going to build like solar, a uh, sustainable farm. Yeah. Can we come down? Holy, oh my Lord. Yeah, please come. Yeah. That, okay. That's the amount of money I want to have in life is amount to just pay someone else to go build my dream home that yeah. I need to come down to. Exactly. Holy cow. Was he like a lifelong friend? Do you meet him at like a fair or festival? And he's like. Yeah, exactly. He's been a lifelong family nice. friend and it just sort of all fell into place. He loves both me and my partner, Dan, and sure. it just sort of happened. That's yeah, awesome. Very happy for you. I know. I know. Did you have anything else on your like, it seems like a lot of big life changes happening for everyone. I mean, we, yeah. we moved, we got a new job. Um, you're moving and obviously getting a new job in that. So it's like, like yeah. what sparked that? Or like, if that didn't happen, do you have a different backup plan? Mm, good call. I didn't. <laughs> backup plan. Well, I don't know. I think, you know, like Kenzie and I were talking about ahead of this, just how COVID sort of brought up a lot of feels for people. Just like, what do we care about? What do we value? And I know for me, I mean, I've been on this intense business kick for a long time, like started in sort of the Silicon Valley of San Diego with startups and venture capitalists and venture all that. Venture catalyst. And, yeah. Well, now I'm a venture catalyst, but that was venture capital. And then came back to help my family's business and got really involved in the next generation community here in food and beverage and really sort of led some fun charges and projects and, and, and all of that at my family's business. And then... Um, you know, joined a startup, the Hazel People, and then launched into Oregon Rain, sort of got recruited for that job. And I've been a venture catalyst for the last two and a half years, um, serving seven communities in Lane County, which nice. has been pretty incredible. And so many it's amazing be, companies. And yeah, it's going to be weird to leave all those uh, founders that you probably met along this way. You're like, oh, yeah. I've helped you all. The okay, goodbye. No, no, it's hard. I mean, I this I really felt it's been my dream job, you know, sort of everything that I could have ever wanted, you know, connecting yeah. businesses with resources and interacting with capital and community and, yeah. you know, all the different pieces, education, youth, governments, and sort of the intersectionality of all those different pieces, which was so stimulating and engaging and just totally right up my alley. Yeah. So you weren't um, burnt out of it. You're still in love with it when you decide to move. So I I, I don't, I'm not burnt out, no, but there is like this craving inside for a shift and I it was hard to articulate for a while and yeah. I was just sort of like, I want to, mm, I don't really know. Um, but then I started listening to this incredible podcast actually called Magic Lessons with Elizabeth Gilbert. Cool. She's the one that wrote Eat, Pray, Love, ah. um, but she's all into creativity and I just started recognizing like I've just been burning to bring out sort of my own creative passions and projects and there's been some sort of squeaking out the corners yeah. and just sort of like coming in and is I don't you, really it, know where they're going. Is the video you made unlisted or is it like public? Oh, no. I, yeah. All my stuff is unlisted now. It's <sighs> all secret. It I'm so it's curious. It's all secret. Yeah. Well, I guess, 
Yeah, I've been really thinking about that. Like I've had a very sort of business image for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's funny though, I've like showed these really creative, goofy videos to a few people and they're like, oh yeah, of course that's Ariel. Like there was no distinction. Like we didn't think that you were like business and now you're crazy. Like you've always yeah. been this way. Like culmination of it all. Yeah, so that's, that's cool. But still, it, I don't know. I think I've just had this image of like, you know, success and progress and money and, you know, sort of, uh, career driven, yeah. which has been amazing. And, and I love it. But I'm sort of at a point of like, I want to slow down and like let some sort of air and space into my creative yeah. projects. So. so is there anything, the part of your brain that thinks you might come back after you like fully build the retreat? Are you going to like live there? Is there going to be like a place for you and your husband there? Yeah, yeah. We're okay. We're husband. He's my longtime partner. partner. We're not quite. Yeah. yeah. But 11 years. So I guess you could At say that. At that point, it's uh, what's it called? <laughs> Common law. Common law. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Common law. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like the Pacific Northwest is always my home. And again, I have so many connections and, you know, it just feels like, of course, yeah. I love to you're always like disconnecting. Draw. Right. And you're going to go over there and then you're like, you yeah. come back and kind of connect in at any point, which is cool. Well, and I'm not, you know, my tiny home is still in my folks land and I just remodeled a box truck into an awesome cool. adventure vehicle. Score. And that's not coming with me. Not coming with not you. Not yet. We're going to go over for like a two month scout and, nice. and just sort of look for the ideal property and... Get oh, so he doesn't going. have a property. No, anymore. he doesn't. So he he has his own like he has a small retreat right on the coast, which is super cool. He wants a second retreat. Yeah, he wants a second what? retreat. What? Mm -hmm. Is he looking for new friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's sort of like we can't say no at this point. Yeah. It just sort of all came to fruition. And so he wants we have... one like inland or bigger or what? Yeah. So it's actually Puerto Rico is just incredible. It has like just world-renowned beaches actually on one of the little islands I think it's Vieques or a different one um there's two islands that are sort of world famous right off the coast of Puerto Rico cool. but one of them has one of the top 10 beaches in the world so like it's some prime time like the turquoise water nice. just like all the yeah. it's incredible so yeah but then in the middle of the island is like really hilly and sort of wild mm. rugged you know terrain and there's yeah. um El Yunque rainforest which is just like Absolutely. Do you speak the language? Do you speak? Is it Spanish? It's Spanish. Yes. Yeah. No, my partner does. He's amazing. He's Score. fluent. Yeah. Put it on him. <laughs> I know exactly. I yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I know. Permanent translator. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I studied it in school, so I can like pick up words and phrases and sort of formulate getting around. But man, they speak it so fast, so especially fast. in Puerto Rico. And yeah. there's like little dialect shifts that are really wild yeah, so. you know, reading it at your own pace and then having someone like talk about yeah you, exactly like, Wait like can a you talk like my high school yeah. spanish can teacher? you talk on like, my phone yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like record yeah. and just read it yeah. have it read it out to you all loud. yeah that's wild so, so how long till you leave um so i gave my two month notice at the beginning of two september months, i did give two months it's hummingbird holes no it's, no, no, it's rain, rain. Okay, yeah rain. it's oregon rain and i just you know so care about this work and yeah. you know really want all the entrepreneurs to be loved and cared about and yeah. you know have a great transition and is raj going to take your territories you're going to train like a prodigy to fill your spot so actually raj left rain in january and i took his regions oh that's over. hilarious so, yeah i know you sort of <laughs> turntables there yeah. yeah so um i previously had florence coburg and cresswell he had oak ridge lowell and vanita which i took over so i had six and then cottage grove just came on in july so, you've been in vanita a ton most of your instagram is like you out at the vanita things you know which is really yeah it's cool. been vanita and florence and some lowell and oak ridge it's all over the She's place a driver <laughs> it is yeah it's been a little awkward though during covid and how to serve all the communities and some communities are really sort of 
uh, closed and they're just like, we don't want anything, no events and, yeah. you know, very intense. And then other communities are like, COVID, what? Like, this yeah. So it's like, it's weird to sort of have to travel between Switch. worlds and like put on different hats. and Code switching your different pol- political yeah, beliefs to I'm match wherever you're in. Totally. Yeah, I agree with you. Go to a different place. You guys have it dead on. Yeah. <laughs> That's very yeah. goofy. I know. Yeah, but I gave two months because I just, you know, I love this work. And uh, actually we're hiring the next two people are going to take it over because seven communities is, was incredible. And it was also just like, plus we started this new program where um, we actually stationed an entrepreneur in community. We hired someone who already lived there in each community nice. who has their own business and is already sort of a community builder and we could just hire them very you know part time just mm-hmm. a thousand bucks a month to then contribute to the ecosystem and sort of be that top of funnel yeah. you know and then I would take them through the pipeline type of thing so awesome. yeah so I was managing four people my entrepreneurs and communities and then having seven communities driving around like crazy yeah. and then building programming and it just sort of became this like so you're like ah. go 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 adding creative stuff go 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 and then whoo, just like a dead yeah I was really just country. like I'm stopping yeah yeah That's and I'm wild. I'm gonna take a six month creative hiatus like to really just and it happened to occur right around your 30th birthday, which when we were on Richard Taylor's show, we kind of said, when a lot of people do like wild stuff with yeah. their life, like go different directions. Did you just like see, you start writing 30 as your age and be like, I'm going to make a change or what happened there? <laughs> and just like, fuck yeah. everything I've been building up. See, right? most, most people like start the snowball effect and then they like capitalize on that. You're like, nah, slow this down. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. Like I want to capitali- capitalize on it, but I also was sort of looking at next steps and where they would lead and it wasn't quite in line with what I wanted you know like if I took the logical you know next step from this career it just wasn't like the full-bodied you know everything dream that I had imagined really what would be the full everything dream that you imagine well I mean really being an entrepreneur myself and creating my own you know I've I think that it could, like, I could have gone into government, local government, what? very well off this job because we're we're working really closely with, you know, small scale local governments and communities, and even someone who was recently on the show, Robert Killen. Exactly, yeah, SBDCC. Robert Killen. Oh, SBDC. I love Robert. He's the best. Yes. Shout out to Robert. He was wonderful. He dropped knowledge on the show. It's really oh, fun to think heck about. Oh, yeah. Smart He's guy. amazing. He's totally amazing. So you're working like with all these bureaucrats and you're like starting to like, it's like when Venom, over, I haven't even seen the movie, when Venom overtakes Spider-Man, you're like starting to get <laughs> captured by the bureaucracy and you're like, I'll join them. I'm like, you, you could really do that. You could go work in an office. Oh, no, no. I can oh, okay. never do it. I thought it. you were saying no, no, no. you were going to get in. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying it could be a logical next step just yeah. because of how well-networked this position is. Like government and advocacy could totally be a next step. Of course, business. Um and just so, yeah, growing in this Business. whole ecosystem. <laughs> it's just such a funny word. It's like this all-encompassing <laughs> thing that like almost means nothing anymore. It's just like I do business. <laughs> right. I know. And and that's where like I've been really wanting to use my voice and use my creativity and and yeah, I, I still really don't know where it's headed, but I just need time to sort of like do some deep diving and you should befriend a publicly traded company and make TikToks for them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that works well. Nutty. <laughs> uh, so you're making your own YouTube videos and I've been promoting you to put them on TikTok. Is there a reason you're not going? Because I thought it was really funny. Kenzie was asleep. I didn't show it to her. Um, but I'll, I'll show it because they're unlisted. Um, but it's like, that is like literally... So it was like her like pretending to be all these different personas like when something happens like the different. Oh, ins- there's like three TikTokers that come built, to mind. Yeah, it's, right. There's there are, a, it's people built already for doing that platform. It. Yeah. yeah, right. But, but you could do it better. It with your no, we're not coming at it like people are already doing it. We're doing it as in that platform loves that kind of content. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, I will do TikTok. Nice. I just 
I got so, another one on board. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole story was actually just like two months ago now. Um, Dan and I were having a cool weekend, but like Sunday sort of got a little wild and I was just sort of all in like business and chores and it, like it was not really harmonious or something. And then towards the end of, end of the day, I sort of had this like clearing and I was like, Dan, like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. This was sort of an intense day. Like, you know, I have an hour. What can we do? Like, I'd love to just I do can something lovely. can schedule some uh, personal time and you like switch personas and change hours. Yeah. I'm an hour there and then you're like oh yeah I have all the time I know the world. why did I say that I'd never yeah. say that but it was so it was like the perfect in I sent like subconsciously I have an hour yeah, and no. he was like actually I really need something from you for an hour and I was just like oh my god yeah. what you I'm so hike? scared no he was like I need you to make the video that you've been Score. wanting to make forever and I was like seriously ah! and I freaked out flipped out like crazy and the cool thing was I just like had this whole box of costumes that I had been collecting for a while. Oh, and nice. I had these like notebooks of visions and ideas. And I just like spent one hour and just like pumped out a video. And it was so fun because, yeah, it's just like part of me. Just yeah. like being on stage. And I was I grew up with all that it sort of like very musicality. And, Did you record yeah. it with your, with your computer no, uh, webcam? No, just my phone. Oh, with your phone. I was going to say you could yeah. just like set your laptop sideways to record a vertical. Yeah, I totally, no, I just did, did my phone. Honestly, phones have a better camera than like that has I 720p. Know. That's a 16 inch MacBook Pro and has 720p like zoom call and like webcam. I'm like, that's embarrassing. What are you yeah. doing, Apple? I know. Our iPads, I mean, I just sold my iPad, but iPads even have better. I'm like, Apple's yeah. a funky company, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, once you're in the ecosystem, you're sold. I was, true. you know, it took a long time for me to get the phone, and I mean, you have the phone. You almost can't go without it. Like, you see someone texting with green text, and you're like, I can't really send them photos or videos. It's like, I it's know. its own thing once you get in. I know. It's true. So we're captured. But I know. The nice thing is, I got to sell my nice camera. So honestly, this takes better video and like photos. Oh, totally. Better. Yeah. It blew my mind. I was like, why I the know. fuck would I want to change lenses and all that stuff? I'm like, nah, I know. not for me. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't capture the moment. <laughs> hey, <laughs> everyone, wait, wait. Whatever you just said, reenact in like three to five minutes. Like, plug, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this battery's dead, actually. I know. <laughs> it's wild. I had wild. a really nice camera. I've actually had it forever, and I really have hardly used it ever. You hardly ever used it? Yeah. I had a nice Sony, a nice lens, and I was like, yeah. It's just sitting there, so I just sold it. Canon and, DSLR. I should sell yeah, mine. I yeah, well, it. it still has a little value. Yeah, for the uh, not Costa Rica, but the Puerto Rico trip. For some reason, every time. I don't honestly know the difference or where either one is, <laughs> if I'm being very blatantly honest. Okay, so. <laughs> do you, Kenzie? Um, we have a map. We do oh, have a map. Heck yes. It's way too small. Okay, yeah. so Costa Rica is where it gets, like, pretty skinny right there, like, as like the U.S. turns into South America, mm -hmm. or as Mexico turns into South America. Like, near the, pa it's, like, north of the Panama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's huh. above, I think that's Costa Rica, or, like, all in there. Yeah. And it's incredible rainforest. And Puerto Rico is. Puerto Rico Island. is like out sea Florida, the little finger, oh. and then it's like way east. So it's one of the islands like right below so I don't Florida. Know where I thought it was. No, yeah. I'm being completely I thought it was in Africa. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely wrong. No, it's funny. I want to flip the map upside down or paint or like pay an artist to paint the rest of every other country blue like the ocean so it's just america like even canada's just blue like the I ocean i think you need an artist <laughs> per se for that i think well, you would be competent to make it's just like really sharp <laughs> blue sharpie in no, like to make it like artfully you know mm. like like uh acrylic paint over it all so it still has like that same vibe to why it. would you do that that'd be hilarious <laughs> people would just see like a whole map it's not even just like zoomed in the earth it's the whole map there's <laughs> just nothing else there I'm just america uh, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. That's pretty American of you. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep Puerto Rico in it. How about that? <laughs> okay, great. Isn't it like annexed or it's part it of America? It is a territory. Okay, so, so I get yeah, to keep so it in. That's and Guam, accurate. Guam would stay yeah. in. Hawaii. Like a couple of places would stay in there. It's not like this like really weird oh thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so you brought a gift for Kenzie and I, not to like. 
Oh my gosh. Breakneck speed change topics. I love presents. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Well, That's this our, is... both of our love languages gifts. So this is just one of the snack bags that I redesigned as part of one of my projects a few years ago at Hummingbird. Score. But um, yeah, my family's company, Hummingbird Wholesale, and these are actually made in-house. We do chocolate. Ooh. We chocolate different things. So these are locally grown hazelnuts, roasted wow. hazelnuts. Nice. Dark chocolate covered. That's exciting. And then on the back, it's actually really cute. Oh There's my God. just a little image that. of Julie and Charlie. Which are your my folks? My folks. Nice. They're so cute. That's awesome. Yeah, and a little story. So <laughs> just open it up and chug them off. Hope you enjoy those. <laughs> Can't even yeah. one. <laughs> Fun. Thank you very much. It's funny if I start. Derpa wanted me to have like his on the show, but when people are eating on camera, like people can drink, people can like smoke on no, camera, but, the but crunches. no eating. Yeah, the crunches, yeah, and then you get that, that like, type of video. You get the oh, smacky, no. and then you also get the uh, yeah, it's not ASMR, folks. Um, and some people <laughs> get like this like uh, like a dry mouth where you hear like a. Uh, every word they say those people like it was one of the more previous guests i like kind of like reached over and I, like moved the mic a little further away I'm like it'll hear his voice but maybe not that as well but i mean it's happened to me it literally happens to all of us eventually where it's just like I'm you just have a dry water, mouth you know, so I don't know. Dry yeah, mouth. this is a subtle <laughs> hey we should go brush our teeth <laughs> just completely hey is anyone else in the mood for a shower <laughs> deodorant no um I'm gonna. I think the entire Eugene and Oregon community will miss you greatly when you when you leave. So oh, you might be coming you. back in two months. It's like a much well, like an internship I mean, kind of I, thing. Everything's staying here. Like my tiny home. I feel like a lot of my, you know my connections. Could you ship it there if you like yeah, said you're permanently gonna go not there? Not my tiny home. Not your tiny it's, home, but your RV. It's permanent. It doesn't permanent have wheels, unfortunately. Home. But yeah, but yeah, the truck. Nice. Definitely. Can you ship travel the around the island. Yeah, I know. We're just, I mean, it feels like we're young enough. We don't have kids. It just feels like the crazy thing you would do at some point when you're young and you don't have totally all the cares in the world. I so. know. Wait, when you don't have kids, you're going to have kids? I don't know. Probably yeah. not. I know. It's kind of ever like, I mean, the Mark, but then there's also Zoo and Margaret who live next door who like immediate, the squad, immediate best friends. And they're like 30 to 33. And they're also like, we don't know if we're going to have kids. And yeah. Ken's are looking at each other like, we want to, but. I mean, it is a very uncertain world. Like, I'm curious if it brings stability or at least the concept of stability into my life to be like, yeah. for at least my mental health, I have to pretend like the world will be around in 100 years for right. their sake. Whereas for my sake, right. I'm like, who the fuck knows or cares, you know? Like, <laughs> will it bring a false right. sense of stability? I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing to have kids, especially when you're like set up for it and ready for it, you know? But I've also seen some incredible changes, like some of my young you know friends from middle school or whatever and have having children and suddenly it's like kid and then full-blown like goddess or like you know intense yeah. dad like vibe and you're like wow that was a big shift overnight yeah. like that's cool so i think that there is sort of like maybe a, a coming of age or i don't know what it is but it you sort of like, like shift into the next and aren't you role. curious to have that shift at some point like not even some i'm take or leave the kid you wouldn't or wouldn't you be curious about what that shift is like in you of like moving into the next stage yeah i think so i think that i would really want to be set up well though i guess i'm just sort of freaked out to be honest how with much the, do you need to be set up well 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 the current education system i'm really not into but that's also because i had a super alternative upbringing so it just sort of we have a close friend who was part of the unschooled the first like generation of unschooled yeah, yeah. folks and like Utah or Idaho or somewhere like that and it's like I wouldn't put my kids in school but I wouldn't necessarily unschool my kids yeah I'd like to ideally have a job where they get to be a like come and learn my skills totally. every day I and think then that is awesome right you Integrated shift careers every decade and, yeah that'd be or every five yeah. years like you get new habits and they like learn that's the cool. skills with you mm. seems like that's how humans were meant to do and now it's like nah go mass 
propagandize them more than like i mean right. you, uh, this is the third time it's been shared or second time on the show where you told me to read the seven school teacher lessons which Heck i've yeah. loved i shared with her she loved it as well yeah it's yeah, like it's how would you put your kids in school after reading that you know i know yeah the seven lesson school teacher yeah i'll have inst- so good yeah instead of like one-on-one which kids do best with right we'll put it 30 on one and they're yeah. learning stuff that doesn't interest them and isn't really doesn't useful. Doesn't really pertain to yeah. any useful Teach skills. kids right. videography and coding and, like, I don't even code, but I would want and to teach farming. them. And farming and all like, these things. Like, be outside things and be in nature and do useful things. Don't yeah. sit for eight hours as a child. Yeah. Like, totally. Come on. get mad at them. Oh, they have a yeah. pump them full of drugs. <laughs> that puppy can't sit still? Pump them full. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Adderall. Oh, my God. So it's, terrible. I mean, I feel like we just had someone on the show who took it when he was, like, seven. Who was that? Yeah. It may have been two episodes ago. It may have been Colton. He said he was like on it when he was seven. Yes. Yeah. I uh, think so. Nicole Pelly in the She Won or she was in season two of Alone. She yeah. made out there like super long time. It's like yeah. the show where you're just just you and you have to survive versus everyone yeah. else. No so she got like, she like Nothing. wrote books. She's like an Amazon bestseller. Oh um, we got to meet her through the Arkhamoto folks and her kid drove down from Portland to come on the show. And I was like so surprised that like he would be on like a pharmaceutical. It seems like like you would never put your kid on for like. Right. I think there's definitely a time and a place like I've taken them recreationally. So it's not like I'm completely against them. But I'm like seven year olds developing. If a school system says your kid isn't learning, they're doing the right. Like the kid's on to something like I would be happy to hear that my kid isn't paying attention in school. I'd be like, <laughs> especially with do you have any like video games on your phone. I don't know. I never did. But now there's Genshin Impact, there's TikTok, there's League of Legends on your phone, there's Call of Duty. And it's like, I would be in school. Like, I was mesmerized by RuneScape and Minecraft. And now I could be playing 60 frames per second, really (laughs) bright colors, so rewarding. I would be in middle school and high school like, (laughs) like, there's no way I'd pay attention. Holy cow. Well, I also feel like a lot of schooling to be honest, is like removed from reality because you're just reading about it and it's sort of like, it's not experiential. It's so sort of like third party or like, you know, it's been philosophized upon, philosophized upon until it's like not really representative of what's actually going on. I agree. That's just my feeling. And then you realize some of it's not true and then you question everything that teacher taught you and then you question everything you've learned in school and you're like, what's the point of it all? I feel like people are waking up and, you know, changing things. Yes, but it's also getting worse. Imagine your kids in school right now with COVID or like your kids on Zoom call and they're wearing a mask all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh my Lord, I know. Like I even have like someone, he's... uh, he teaches up at OSU, and he was my teacher and then my boss, and now he just comes on the show every once in a while, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, but he's, like, very, like, vaccine, like, like super left-wing, but he was even, like, the kids need to be in school. Like, yeah. down to a certain age, like, kids don't get a single thing from Zoom. Because all that they should be doing is socializing. Right. For most of our lives, if we're being honest. Yeah. Like, all the way up until 22, you should just be yeah, socializing. totally. Not, like, memorizing. Well, like, my ideal situation. So, um, oh, my gosh, the Berkemeyers, they have um, – one of the hazelnut farmers that we work with and we have worked with for years. They're yeah. just super incredible and they have incredible product. It's all organic, not sour which people? is hard sour to food? do. No, no, not sour. No, but uh, the Berkemeyers, they're just a really sweet family. And the next generation, so um, daughter and then now son in law, have taken over the farm. And oh, cool. she's like, you know, a few years older than I am. Um, but they have kids and they're a part of like this farming, homeschooling community cool. where it's like, all these incredible farms nearby they yeah. all have kids and then they all take turns teaching and nice. they all like go to their different farms and there's actually an old schoolhouse i guess that's cool. like utilized is it near camas bakery no it's actually i think out towards corvallis a oh, little bit north um, yeah 
that's kind of how you grew up with like being like taught and trained by multiple different kind of households and families, wasn't it? Well, I grew up on a commune, but then I went to Waldorf school. So Mm. I guess I was in a schooling environment, but just very alternative. Their farming school sounds like the best parts of Amish without all like, you know, completely disconnecting from like, I'm like, I would teach my kid technology because I'm like, I know you're, I I would be big into farming, but I'm like, if you want to make money, like, right. You know, having your outputs disconnected from your inputs, like you spend five minutes, I can do so much more work than like, doing something physically there's something good for the soul of doing something physically as long as it's for you but doing something physically for another person is like it's a treadmill for sure well and i don't mean like farming as in you need to be a farmer but just like working (laughs) on the land a bit you know Mm -hmm. like understanding how things work because i think it's just part of us it's important i agree i know last year i had an immaculate garden and then this year with the heat and then moving it was right. just it was one of the most heartbreaking i mean we moved in here and kenzie's like hey will you help me with the yard and i'm like i've been hurt this year <laughs> i don't even want to look at the garden i don't go out there i'm like fuck that yeah had to just straight up abandon it yeah it was brutal because like what am i gonna drive 40 minutes every day to go water it's like just tomatoes and stuff and you don't even get that much but i planted tom- uh, potatoes for the first time this year and it was oh, fun to see so those fun it's really fun to see like all these different kind of like how they grow and like not even to eat them but just to like yeah. see their life cycle it's like right. fascinating yeah it really is yeah so yeah. do you have anything else that like, kind of exciting or big that's happening in your life i mean moving changing jobs you know you don't have that much going on you know is there anything like <laughs> what <laughs> <No, else> crazy <laughs> yeah ah. creating new content like everything. yeah i don't know i mean i think it's like I would love to be sort of a, I would love to write a book one day. I'd actually love to have a podcast. I'd love to just be sort of a thought leader and a creator, but I need sort of enough quiet time in my life to like contemplate and think well and sort of synthesize a lot of data. And I feel like I've just been on this like data driven gathering, like just Your thought leadership would be regurgitating kind of thing, which is kind of where I'm at with every other day. Honestly, once a week, you'd have more like original thoughts. Yeah. And especially if I didn't spend that six days off watching TikTok all day. Which right, exactly. I get to justify as my job, which is a weird middle ground. Imagine <laughs> being obsessed and like sucked into social media and be like, this is technically my job. So, yeah, gotta you know, know I got to know the trends. I have to know the music and what's oh, going on. So right. it's like four hours later and my, full, my soul has like left my body. <laughs> I know. So it's pretty intense. It's a trip. Imagine blurring that yeah. line of like enjoyment with work. So right. it's mental minefield, but I'm doing okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Wow. Well. Anyway, because I used to spend all time on Reddit, all the way up until I found TikTok. I would spend, like, up to six hours a day on Reddit, and I blow Kenzie's mind all the time. I'll reference posts from, like, six years ago. I'm like, yeah, and I can, like, Google and find it. TikTok, you can't Google it. So you have this thing, you're, like, explaining it to someone, and then you're like, I'll find it, and you cannot find it. So it's, like... That's hard. It's, like, a lot less of, like, usefulness because I can't reference anything. Whereas I'm like, I don't know. How much of, like, knowing useful facts is important? Because it all changes so much. Like, you're having different conversations, and it's, like... I've just started learning, like, being a social chameleon, like, knowing your audience of whoever you're around is way right. more important than, like, holding true to your, not, like, hold true to your values, but hold true to, like, what you think is true. Like, you don't have to say something. Like, lying through omission is okay in certain situations, I think. Like, I don't have to show that side of me here. Right. I think that's fair. Yeah. I do a lot of that. <laughs> I do a lot of that. <laughs> um, you you want to completely stay off politics, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I we w- can go there. I can skirt it. And we, I can yeah, we don't have to, like, go to. really in depth to it. But I think a lot of people would, would see it's awesome. Because I think most people would see and be like, oh, she's, like, the most devout left-wing person ever. But I think at some point um, we were talking, maybe it was on a hike or maybe a show, where you're like, I don't know, made some right-wing friends. And they also just want the best for their community. Like, at a certain right. point, the more you start interacting with people who are like the don't talk to's, you start realizing it's like, they're not evil people. Right. They just think that what they're doing is best. And you look at the other side and you're like, I see they're at, they have valid points against you guys. And then you talk to them and you're like, you guys have, a, everyone wants what's best for their family and their community and themselves. Right. 
I guess my problem is the more extreme you go on both sides, I feel like the more similar you become. Totally. And so I've been seeing some super weird stuff on the left that I was like, I thought you were peace-loving, like, harmony, joy stuff. And they're like, kill all the – and I'm like, yeah. what the yeah. – like, okay, this is, it's like, what typically weird. we would have thought as whatever, you yeah. know? And so I guess that's where I get really skeptical and I start worrying about just sort of, like, the mainstream uh, – manipulation tactics totally. and the news cycle the news? and they don't nice. yeah i mean i think they know of the news because they mm -hmm. have to and i don't know how they get their news maybe yeah. it's just like i don't even know but people watch the news just get a little bit more anxious day by day yeah you know, it's like whew, they're good at what they do they have millions of dollars to purposely keep your attention and kind of like just like i'll just feed her a little anxiety now and then right. feed her a little reward and then it's like less and less it's like whew, right it's heartbreaking no the left yeah. the thing that's scariest on the left is like for all of time they're like yeah we don't like big government we're liberal we're liberal we don't like big government we don't like big pharma and then this year they're like big pharma and government are my right. two daddies and i'm like what the fuck's going on you guys like, yeah what? it's like a no that's really flip. weird for me it's trip it's really weird yeah and now it's like right's like no we don't like pharma or government i'm like well that was one of the core aspects of why i liked you guys is that i'm like yeah who likes the government at the end of the day i'm like and i was someone who was like gonna vote for bernie i'm like you know, I stand like that kind of life at the same time. I understand all the time. At the end of the day, right. every argument has like a perfect counterpoint. It seems like yeah. all of these political conversations are so like nuanced to a point where there's like literally a perfect thing that dispels anything else. And then you can purposely oh, totally. dispel that. And it's like, yeah, I've started coming to realize I'm like, these are like endless conversations they that are. don't lead anywhere. Which I honestly think is important. And I actually love the conversation part of it. And that's the other part that I feel really sad about right now is yeah. that conversations aren't really... Not allowed. allowed. I know. We said allowed. At the yeah. Time. No, no. <laughs> someone listens in and I say like, yeah, well, I personally wasn't vaccinated until like a month ago. And people would be like, you should have died a month yeah. ago, but now you're okay. <laughs> it's like, I what? Know. In what world am I just not even worthy of like anything right. at that point? It's like, right wing. Like someone um, in like in my one of my extended circles just heard that I had a right wing guest on the show and like, we just get, I'm not going to argue with them the whole time. And like, right. I didn't get vaccinated. He's like, I heard you're like an alt-right anti-vaxxer now. And I'm like. <laughs> that's a jump that's a logical leap for sure like i don't know about that i'm like i don't know like I, it's weird that befriending both people right. both sides get to say oh see you're the other side it's like right. you know, know they almost get to control your friends and what you say and think and right. i'm like this is okay this is religion i was gonna say i'm like yeah it is religion yeah that's I mean, what's scary spooky and like believe science you're not supposed to believe science oh you're thank supposed to test god science. kenzie and i say that all the that's time such where a we're weird like thing. believe science literally is something as soon as someone says it, i'm like i lose most respect for you yeah it's like what are you talking about believe yeah. science it's like it's the currently best thing it's yeah it's made to be disproven yeah it's built for that it's not like yep science is the new religion yeah exactly <laughs> paid well, for by fig pharma <laughs> i know it's brought totally to yeah, brought <laughs> to you by <laughs> pfizer <laughs> remember oh to take your statins even though they don't do that much yes. and they give you ed but good thing we sell viagra too <laughs> shout out pfizer <laughs> no i'm kidding seriously it's like well, oh why don't you trust this company i'm like i don't know because they yeah. barely pass double blind studies and what they sell just has side effects that their other things cure and that has, it's just right it's like i know and the fda is you know 50 percent of their budget comes from literally big pharma yeah i know well even a close friend who actually died he is he's an old gay man in his 70s who i just like loved he was a blast but he was a diabetic and had a lot of challenges he died last year actually in the hospital, not even of COVID, but like we couldn't see him and it was just really sad. Woof. But just like I lived with him um, on their land uh, in San Diego while I was working at my big professional venture capital yeah. job. Um, but 
it was really cool. He was just a wonderful friend. But yeah, he was taking all these medications and I would like read one and it would be like side effects, heart murmur. And then he had like the heart murmur medication yeah. and then it'd be like side effects, blah, 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 liver. Cl-. I'm like, and then I was no. like, ah, I We're amazed. Kinsey and I were thinking that last night because it's like, oh, uh, massages and stuff aren't covered by insurance, but surgery is. Because yeah. then you're on a lifetime of pills and more <laughs> surgery and stuff. And I was like, I would say yeah. a thought that I had last night that's my most controversial thought. I don't believe this for people listening, but it's a thought. I, like, uh, mostly there was a... T- there was a t- Kenzie when you want me to say. There Half was a- of the Ottoman is not going to leave. <laughs> there was a, a TikTok that came out where there was a girl sitting there and what was written on the screen was that feminism is a psyop by the government to make it sure like that there's you have to both go work just to support a family so that the, your kid gets to go oh um, get like indoctrinated like whereas like normally it's like oh the kid would always have a one-on-one mother figure right. in their life but it's like right. it's like it, obviously it's kind of a joke but there's something to it where it's like oh let's remove both parents from the household they wake so up in the, the morning can be your yeah parents. and it's like oh and now you go you say goodbye to your life partner and your kid and you go off and work a soul-crushing job just right. to support it whereas 50 years ago if that never happened it's like one one income could support a household now it's like two incomes has to hold so it's like there's some aspect of it where i'm like kernel of truth in that like i don't actually think it's a stop i think like definitely like women's freedoms is a good thing i don't think people question enough like do women have too many rights not kidding (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite (laughs) go-tos how to immediately get people to hate you at a party (laughs) um but like it is just like i'm like that's messed up that like or even if like women could go out and work and like the man could stay home like someone should be giving a child care it's like you wonder I why totally, everyone's growing up totally so depressed one out of yeah. 10 women are on ssris some crazy amount 30 percent of the population is on either antidepressants ssris or adderall yeah. or something it's like something's well, to be wrong honest, there like that's sort of what i'm questioning in myself of like being on this treadmill of work like mm-hmm. i love it and it's super i'm a very driven person so it's like stimulating and i felt like i could just keep going forever mm-hmm. but there's also this moment of being like wait like and then I retired to then live my life. Yeah. Like wait, and then something's you're wrong No here. energy. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. I don't want to do this. And the oh. the types of work that I've done are sort of capped in terms of earning, right? Like it's not just like you know this thing that's generating income for you in the back. It's like very much tied to my time. Yeah. And so that's sort of what I'm working on next is how do I work by going on into some... farming? No, I'm kidding. No, not farming. <laughs> but yeah, creative work. But yeah, creative work Thanks. and just sort of online stuff. I want to do the digital nomad thing for a bit. And wow, you so know. You code or what kind of digital nomad stuff? Because I've um, been fascinated by that, that lifestyle. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I'm working currently on um, setting up Google Ads for folks and just cool. sort of helping businesses get their ad game together. Nice. And you can spin that up well. Like you can land some clients for like five k a month, yeah. and then you can like land ten clients for five yeah. k a month. Yeah. And then Once you set like, it up and you figure out the good keywords, oh. it kind of keeps rolling. Exactly. So that's sort of what I'm on right now. Nice SEO yeah. girl. Yeah, SEO. You Tiger, you're you're not using the correct keywords in the description of this podcast. You're yeah. not capturing nearly the audience you could. I mean, honest to God, I, that's the part of this podcast right. that I cheap out on the most because I really don't care that much. Um, I do it for fun. I get to meet people. But yeah, I'm like, man, if I wrote like a really long description, it would help so much. You should do it. I'll edit it for you. the time and energy? It's funny. I have a couple people who have Where's honestly Where's the time and too. energy? You just told me that you're on TikTok for four hours a day, boy. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say a different. <laughs> yeah, I'm working. Uh, <laughs> Oh, time and energy. Because, like, okay, so after this conversation right here, what would you possibly name this episode? Yeah, that's uh, the problem. Every episode can't be named random nonsense. <laughs> that's what I'm learning. <laughs> but just throw in random pieces and yeah. then see what bites. I mean, totally. And then, you like, could, I mean, the cool thing is that you go everywhere in your podcast. And so you could sort of 
theoretically appeal to a lot of different types of people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm having this fun. just turn into a console? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's funny. Robert Killen did that right before he left. He's he like, did. since nice. I'm a small business uh, coach, uh, are you monetizing this? I'm like, well, it got me the dream job. And like, it's, you know, it's again, it's just about building connections. Because once right. you, you certainly right. realize that in life that you're like, you really don't need a resume at a certain point. You need to know people. Yeah. And how the fuck do you meet people, especially in COVID? You invite right. people on a show. People love being on a show. Bring them into your house. Bring them into your house. <laughs> yeah. So literally, it's like, so I'm like, this is this is my resume more than anything. It's just totally. like awesome. networking. So I'm curious if you start up a podcast, will it be just you or would you use it like as a networking thing? So definitely networking. Yes. Um, so, okay. Actually, Robert uh, was giving me coaching advice the other day too. <laughs> I know. He's just, he gets around. Yeah, he does. <laughs> In a good way. Polyamorous um, uh, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I have this video idea concept that I've only shared with a few people, which is all the different facets of ourselves. And actually, this sort of runs into politics because as someone who's first, I'm a Gemini. I don't like being put in boxes. Hell I love yeah. just June being what? whatever. She's a Gemini. Okay. Heck yeah. June what? June 20th? 6th. I'm July 7th. She's June 1st. So you're like, nice. oh, nutty. weird. 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. Yeah. You were born in 66. No, that would be too, I know. That, that would be devil. nutty. I'm 6, 6, I'd be 66. So jealous, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be like lucky. That would be cool. No, 91, 30. But anyways, um, so I've had this idea with all these different characters because I love having conversation and I feel like that's so not okay right now. I want to create a platform where I can have conversations cool. with myself nice. and other people. Yeah. <laughs> but I have all these different characters. Like one I've named... Um, Tonya Stark, which is like sort of like Tony Stark, of yeah, course, from Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, which is like the capitalist part of me who's really into money, super driven, brilliant, but like very self-absorbed and just full of it. Yeah. And then I have Fred the Bread, who's just like the opposite of that, who just wants to lay in bed and eat bread and is totally just like, everyone hates me. Um, like the total self-sabotage. Not the but I'm 80% Fred the Bread. As long as you mean lay in bed part. <laughs> Yeah. And then I have Spockla, who's obviously Spock, but very Star Trek, brilliant, science-minded, live long and prosper. Yes. Live long and prosper. With the great eyebrows and yeah. all the things. Nice. But um, But Spock is like the rational, obviously like very scientific based, you know, factual side who's always willing to just call it out and say it like it is. Yeah. And then I have this like... Freedom Joe or Air Unslaved. I haven't really named her, but something. Air Unslaved? Air Unslaved. People oh. call me Air, like Ariel. Oh, yeah. Like, that was my nickname, Air. So Air Unslaved. Like, something to do with just being, like, freedom-loving. Like, I don't even care. Like, super rebel, just obnoxious. Like always, it. like, a contrarian. I also was maybe Ariel, so it could be Contrariel. I don't know. I haven't figured mm, it out the names yeah. here. Yeah, but so there's all these different voices. Then I have this like goddess woman who's super embodied and into just like, you know, spirituality and being Five a years goddess. Five years I'm on schizophrenia. It's medication. No, no, that's the thing, though. I am actually worried that people will think I'm totally crazy. But, no, everyone, but everyone when, has that. That's the thing, oh, yeah. though. Every time I've shared the videos just secretly, you know, like, what do you guys think about this? I'm totally crazy. They're yeah. like, no, this is my inner dialogue. I love this. This yeah. is like all the parts everyone. of me. Everyone. Relatable. Yeah. Right. That. Exactly. So I guess I'm trying to embody that and like show it and also put it on the stage. So Robert was telling me I should use this concept. On OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> my God. Sorry. They, they banned explicit content. That's the only thing available. No, <laughs> I'm they, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. They, they didn't. Changed. They unbanned they it. But how funny back. would that be if OnlyFans turns into like just creative work? <laughs> 
Some people bake on them. Some people put up like actual like YouTube videos on yeah. Pornhub and make money from it. So like not completely not porn. So it's like any oh platform's a platform. Hey, Arkimoto, you should start <laughs> start po- reposting <laughs> the this TikTok. You learn on talks with Tiger. Yes. I mean, really, this is <laughs> marketing tactic. <laughs> Um, oh but anyways, God. what was his advice? Oh, no, but no. Robert would say, like, I need to actually move this. Because I was, lo- I would really want to have every type of conversation. I was actually hoping to go even, like, I wanted to have the, so I have this video planned. I'm, like, too excited. I'm freaking out. Sorry if I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. so I wanted to have this video where, like, the camera's here and you're sitting across from me, sort of something like this. But I'm at a coffee shop and I'm, like, lifting my mug or something and I'm, like, mid-sentence. And you're, like, so, like, what what's your political background or leaning or something? And, like, in just a split second, all the voices are, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, fun. And then I, like, come pretty, back pretty and, neutral. like, yeah. And then I come back and answer, right? Yeah. Like, whatever. But it's like, absolutely make that but like the dialogue because i have like a very capitalistic side that's like i don't want to pay taxes like i work hard for this money this sucks and i don't really believe what the government's doing with my money anyways <laughs> yeah and then i have the libertarian side who like totally doesn't want any interference and wants to just all have bitcoin or whatever the crypto world and and then i have like this very sort of like karen part of me oh i have a red-haired like crazy Fun. Her, she's a Karen and she Love loves it. just like, you know, snooping in other people's business and being sort of like the, I don't know how to call it, but just like, yeah, I, I was going to say Nazi, but I don't, I don't think I should say that. Yeah. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but just like. <laughs> I, I re-edit your video. What are your political views? My hot It's just like, does a Nazi salute and it like flashes back to you. I realize cut I out all the, like, that word. Cut out the, cut out so the communist bad. aspect See, of you. that's the like, problem. Like, all of them. I always worry about this type of content like 20 years later and I'm doing something important and mm, they like come back out. to this moment nah, and just like gruel me. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, the Karen is like, is there to just like you know be i guess very left-wing but obnoxiously mm. so kind of yeah. a pain in the ass yeah and and in other people's business and feeling like everyone should conform and sort of more of a conformist yeah. so i have all the different parts and yeah i want to have like real debate in my head and i want to cool. sort of arrive at a point where i'm just like maybe i don't really believe in the current political system anyways mm-hmm. and like maybe we could reinvent that and what does that look like and having those real conversations instead of like well this is my side and the rest of you are dumb like yeah. whatever i also have like a cowboy that has a ton of guns in my videos too. that's what i do i just kind of oh. wait for the guests to stop talking and then i keep talking <laughs> that's my show too <laughs> <laughs> just taking turns just spouting off not related at all no okay but robert was saying, a lot of guns yeah in my the second video Fun. i don't know if you saw the second video but i'm stoked there's a cowboy yeah. i watched the one minute one yeah i really the, liked it and then the i was like i'll watch the next one when she wakes up together okay cool there's yeah, a cowboy excited. in there cool. and the gun is a garlic press so it's not really a gun <laughs> but anyways so i just have all these pieces and talking to robert he was like you know, I don't know if you just worded, if you talked about anything, you might, you'd have to land like the viral video to go anywhere. Apparently it's easy. Just wear a green skin, <laughs> a green suit. What the heck? You guys are awesome. <laughs> okay, well then I should suit. consult it's with nutty. you, Tiger. Yeah, You're have one of your it. characters be a green suit person? Oh, just for people who are listening. Because <laughs> earlier, like last month when we were doing the show, I was like, I'm getting like 5,000 views for TikTok. And I was like, nutty. So, so I have 5 million this week, which is nutty for the company. So 
I'm amped. I know. Product placement hop up the wazoo. Crushing it. I know. Very amped. So anyways, uh, so and it's awesome. all linked to wearing a green suit. There's even a clip from It's Always Sunny, and it's like Charlie dancing in a green suit when he's tripping on ass, and he's like, uh, the green suit's saving my life right now, and I sent it to the group where I'm like, I don't know why, but wearing that green suit on TikTok is like, that that's, is that's all funny. you need. Yeah, okay, so. I can have the green suit character. I like this. <laughs> you. Maybe you're... And then just be the Pulp Fiction. Man, I don't even have an opinion. <laughs> it was like, you're like nothing. You're like camouflaged. Oh. There we go. Ooh. Green suit's only like 20 bucks. Okay. So score. I love this. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I, but yeah. Robert said I should not do that craziness and not talk about everything, even though I'd love to. And Bad he advice. says, I know. I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> but he says I should go more towards the business mm. arena, where essentially I could have a book at the end of the day, and it's sort of like the hidden conversations behind business. And then mm. I could have the podcast where I'm interviewing all the business folk that are already in my huge network. But would you enjoy doing that, or would you enjoy doing the other thing? Uh, both. I actually would oh, love okay. both. Oh, okay. Because if you don't enjoy doing it, you're not going to do it. I would love both. Because okay, honestly, cool. to be able to just call up like Raja Young Mountain Tea or whatever and be like, hey, you know, you're successful. You're rocking it. Like, yeah. what, what's your what's your self-sabotage voice and what does that look like? And, yeah. and what's your overconfident voice and what does that look like? And just like getting more into those deep sort of yummy conversations. Absolutely. I think that'd be so fun. It would be a blast. Yeah. So that's definitely a direction that I might go, but I'm also trying to figure out where would where's the place for just the crazy every You should also do that. Maybe under a pseudonym or something like that. But <laughs> I think you'd enjoy that aspect of it. I love having crazy ideas and people who come right. on the show who like you know when you're talking to these people and it just seems like they're low input because everything that they said you've either read somewhere or you've right. heard someone else say almost word boring. for word and it's just like not it's like a level further than boring where you're like this isn't even it's a just person filtered. It's filtered. This, yeah yeah programming it, it, like the word in community oh that's really nice to hear uh Britt. i didn't know or it's it's uh, the fact that you constantly uh, filter yourself makes your laugh of a flavor kind of a flavor. Just because yeah. she's like, Abed, maybe you should think about the things that you say before you say them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's good to know that you compulsively filter yourself. I actually also have a video <laughs> planned that's like being a people pleaser. And I want to like have me as the character trying to cook with every single one of my voices having their opinion. And so I'm like, well, but I like it really salty and well, I like it really sweet. And then it just like goes crazy. And then I make the most shitty ever yeah. food. So it's like, that's also important to know. Like if totally. we're just being a meh person trying to people please yeah. and also please the narrative, it's just going to be gross. Yeah, I agree. No, that's why I started just going Words radical with by. everything. <laughs> Truly though. No, at some point it's like, oh, if you just make something that everyone will like, nobody will love it. No. And you have to have like hardcore people who love what you do yeah. rather than like, oh, everyone's like, oh, thumbs right. up. You know, it's like, I would much rather have like be polarizing. Like some people hate it. Some people yeah, love it. Yeah, like you might better. as well have some haters. I mean, yeah. I'm honestly terrified about this. Like this is definitely scary. Yeah. Watch your back. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We'll go kneecap and we'll go, uh, what's that? Yeah, we'll go Tanya Harding's boyfriend them. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's it's nutty. Surprisingly, like I expected a lot of negative like hate on the TikToks, and some do. If I use like gas guzzling, like don't use gas guzzling trucks anymore. People are like, where do those batteries come from? Where does the energy that fills the battery right, come from? Right, and right. I'm like, I just delete some of those comments. I'm like, fuck those people. But the majority of them, everyone's so positive online. Like, yeah, I've noticed that. Like, as long as you're like doing what you like, the community that likes your stuff will find it, and people who don't like it will yeah. naturally bounce off. Like. That's they cool. just they won't keep getting filtered to your thing because yeah. they don't like it, you know. So I'm yeah. like, after I think at least an initial period, I think you just start finding your audience and you get. Yeah. I mean, there's like a certain level of success. Like Naval Ravikant's a great example where he's just successful oh, enough that everyone who so likes cool. him knows him. Yeah. But Joe Rogan's successful enough that even the people who don't like him know him. So there's right. like a certain level. I think until you get like 10 million Twitter followers, you're at a place where only the people who like you follow you, and then you get to a certain point where you're on the news and like you get a lot. Like he probably gets a ton of hate. But Naval, I'm like, who could ever hate that guy? 
He's really cool. He's really cool. It's funny. I listened to his podcast, the yeah. How to Get Rich Without Getting Lucky podcast, like religiously for like a month and then reading The Greatest Salesman in the World. I would attribute much of what's happened in my life lately to nice. this. It's nutty. I gave Rockin it to you. Did you ever open it by chance? Yes. I'm you did? halfway through. No way. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. I got to the point where he's like, like telling the secrets oh cool and i like the secrets are like intense and i really want to write them all down and introspect with them but i'm going to do that when i don't have too much to do which is at the end of this month i like so you're like scroll one or something like that i think i'm farther than that chapter eight the scroll marked one yeah today i begin a new life yeah it was so powerful though like i don't know i was just loving it we've been reading it three times a day for seven months now because like the first scroll the whole thing is like some people read it. It's like, oh, this is a story. But then you could also read it as you're the greatest salesman in the world, in which right. case the scrolls that you're reading, you can say uh, the first scroll says, I'll read this when I wake up right after lunch and out loud before bed. And we've been mm-hmm. doing it like that because that's how Matthew McConaughey said he read it. And oh. he's the person who suggested it out so loud far, to the he's world. He's the greatest salesman yeah. that we know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll just read it how he read it. That's pretty um, awesome. Yeah. One of the people who um, works with Arkhamoto, they've worked with like Tesla and these big warship companies and everything. They like, mm-hmm. it's called the Monroe Associates. They like take cars and they, break it down to the bolts and they find cheaper and higher quality options to like like because oh, wow. again Arkhamoto is getting this massive facility they're going to ramp up production so yeah. how can you reduce a couple cents here and there um and so that person i was gifting the book to someone and he like grabbed it he's like oh i've read this book 30 times <laughs> and it was like holy fuck and then everyone yeah. at the table is like can i take a picture of that book whereas until then when i was just talking about it, i handed it to the person everyone was like Cares. But then like a <laughs> successful person, like a really right. successful person is like, right. that book's incredible. Everyone That's just like so lost it. It cool. was hilarious. So I was funny. like, it's goofy the thing That's that like a so good cool. rec. I'm like, I already said I had a Matthew McConaughey recommendation. Does that mean nothing to you people? <laughs> it's goofy. <laughs> but who are you, Tyler? Yeah. I mean, really, that's I Truly. <laughs> you would not believe how often people in my day-to-day life say either T-Y-L-E-R or T-I-G-E-R to the point where I don't even correct people. <laughs> did I just say Tyler? <laughs> you did, but it's not Tyler! even a thing. I mean, literally, yeah, it's a real-life autocorrect. It's someone who <gasps> I spent, see, I, like twice or three times a week, he says Tyler and then he says, Tiger, every time. That's like compulsive. That's the first time I've ever said that. It is. But n- almost no nobody ever meets a tiger so it's like who in their average <laughs> vocabulary is used to like oh this person's but the name of an animal tiger and i talk about you often because oh, you're wild wild that's crazy we've the only seen each tiger. other like four times though much like right after uh, richard taylor's episode he thought we were like lifelong friends he was like you guys should get married and have lots of kids i'm like we, we both have like long-term partners <laughs> right, <laughs> he like completely like, oh, misjudged no, it <laughs> it's funny how you meet some people and you click up so well that's like right. when i met these neighbors it was like boom instant best friends yeah and then for one cool. month i saw him every day and now i live next door starting one month later i moved in mm-hmm. next door to people that's psychedelic Wild. when you meet people i mean kenzie and i met that way where we just met and we're like boom were you like that with you no you were the opposite you met with your partner like five years before you got together, right? Well, I saw him when I was 15 at this meditation retreat. And then every year we would go, me and my mom would go to this thing every summer. And I would see him and be like, oh my God. But I was yeah. 15 and he was 20. So that's like awkward. Yeah. But then, yeah, I went to college in Arizona and he was at this meditation retreat. And I walked around the corner and I was just like, what the? Yeah. We lived in Arizona. I'm old enough now. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, we just became best of friends. And That's awesome. It's been Did he say he remembered you at like at 15 or he's like, oh, I oh didn't yeah, even know totally. You but okay. I was like really shy and would yeah. always just be like, and you're uh, 15. He's yeah, funny. yeah. There's no. definitely an aspect to that. Yeah. But like when we met, like Kenzie said, because she's two years older than me, she's like, I remember you. And I'm like, I remembered what you look like, but I'm like, I don't know. Like it's so weird to think back of like one, like, because we've been together our whole lives, like through like elementary, middle, high school. We my daycare really? was next door to hers. Yeah. yeah. My house. Next Daycare door to my was house. next door to her house. Heck? Same elementary school, same middle school, oh same high gosh. school. And we never met really in any of them. We'd seen each other. 
and then I knew his older brother yeah he was closer He's well four years i'm right older. in the middle of yeah. that oh. so. and then we met when we were both living in corvallis and flomas so we met after we had both moved an hour away it's like what the fuck yeah, life weird life Trippy. choices that all ended up in the same yeah so life's psychedelic in that way yeah it is it's pretty amazing yeah um yeah so what was it like just to like not to break next speed but something i've been meaning to ask about so i want to get to it yeah um would you raise your kids on a commune because Kenzie and I are kind of in this world of like, well, you know, we don't like the education system either. Yeah. But you hear a lot of horror stories about communes. So yeah. why was your experience good? How did you become so like well-adjusted? Oh, wow. Thank you. What a compliment. Subtle, throw it in there. No, but like, like really, like I have friends who are like grew up in a commune. They're like, I don't want to come on your show and talk about that. I don't want to relive my childhood as their words for it. Where I was yeah. like, whoa, you know. Well, I think I had a very unique experience of a commune. Like it wasn't the typical commune. It mm. was an intentional community. Um there was a lot of really awesome people there, including the founders of Coconut Bliss. Wow. Um, and there's just some, like, great thought leaders that sort of came out of that era, too. And um, a lot of people in the food and beverage community in Eugene have spent some time out there or in the Ooh. permaculture movement here in Eugene have spent yeah. time out there. It was in Dexter, Lost mm. Valley Education Center. It's still going. Cool. Um, Do you ever go back? You know, I went kids. back like maybe now five you're one years of those, ago. Like or successful people, like the co like people so will be like funny. Ariel Rubin was there, rather than you were like the Coconut Bliss people there. People like young kids will be like Ariel Rubin was oh, there. Thanks. You know, do you not? Do you just well, avoid it? You know, I went back like five years ago, and it was just funny because I hadn't been back since I was like twelve, and that's when we left. Yeah. So, and it was weird. It was like everything was so tiny and sort of dilapidated, and mm -hmm. just in this weird like, what is this? Like it was so glorious from my childhood, but yeah. for me, it was like really interesting so it was a retreat center so there was always like programs going on like people you meditating know. yeah yeah there was like a month-long vipassana retreat every year and like monks would walk around in silence there was like buddhist thing that happened there was tons of personal growth things there was ecstatic dance and gardening and permaculture wow. and cool. you know like wings and est and all those like sort of weird out there actually not est i think just wings but different est personal growth yeah that was different i think that one was really culty and weird i don't mm. think we had that at los valley but anyways. At least it is in my memory. <laughs> but I guess trauma is locked in memory. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but like for for me as a kid, there was just a band of kids that were all my age. And we would just run around in the gardens. And it was super amazing. And there was all these apprentices that would come and spend the summer gardening. And so just as a young kid, I got to spend time with people of all ages. And, you know, these amazing people just gardening and being there and going through personal growth trainings. Are you and still friends with those? For, like group of front uh, kids a lot of yeah nice. yeah, yeah yeah totally because like no one grows up with that yeah. anymore like i was very lucky to like have a friend group going through a couple of my schools so like, right. i even switched elementary schools but i'm like i know a lot of people who just didn't have like oh like five or ten friends who hung out all the way right. through like middle and high school where i'm like holy shit i got yeah. lucky with that yeah um so that's cool you still know them especially like moving away at 12 you can't like grab oh, their yeah. number at that time you're like trying to remember their name on right. facebook or something like that no and our families are still friends oh, like cool. there's just it's Do just you guys all like get together every once in a while um, sometimes be, for holidays. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. There's some deep family stuff. Nice. Yeah. It's really sweet. But anyways, I guess like for me, yeah, I have these just really magical, beautiful memories as a kid and it just felt very idyllic, you know, yeah. like being outside with tons of amazing people and also being in this giant conference room. I remember like there'd be all these adults like holding hands and crying and I'd like come around and just pat them on the back and be like, it's okay. And yeah. I think like being well adjusted as you said i think it was it was part of that like seeing 
everything and everybody and all ages and properly socialized yeah what i think is very important yeah. like it takes a village right and i think i had a village which was super cool, was cool. you know takes a village to raise a kid and um so anyways it was heavenly for me but we did leave when i was like maybe 10 or 12 or something mm. and then we're just fully in town and did that whole thing so you wouldn't raise your um, kid on one you know i feel like my folks talk about the commune now and i call it a commune i feel like that's the wrong word for it because those yeah. two people have like trauma like flashes across their ass absolutely like, it's an intentional community it was an intentional community that's a good way of phrasing it yeah um but anyways but they talk about how there was shared income streams mm. and because there was revenue that was generated oh, through cool. re the retreats and stuff yeah. and so everyone would get a salary and you still had your own personal belongings but there's like a lot of shared there was of course the consensus Weird. decision making which someone like my mom who's like fast and you know just like hated and she'd be pulling out her like hair that. like wow yeah yeah and i think Has when to it, go through 50 people's okaying it totally that's crazy too. oh god terrible but i also think that like seeing my folks and how they really grew as people like a community really sands off the rough edges yeah. right like you're in the fire and you have to learn how to work with people and your yeah. shit comes up and everyone else's shit comes up yeah. and it's like it can be a big shit storm but i think because they had really good tools and they set up good tools mm -hmm. um it, I think it just was sort of like the perfect fire to come out the other side being like better people. Cool. And I don't think that's the case for all situations. And I'm sure people came to Lost Valley that didn't have that same experience. Yeah. But I think where my folks were concerned, heck yes. Nice. Like I think they really did come out the other side better. And so did myself. And I think a lot of the kids that were there, I think, had Score. good experience. The reason I asked that is because we are just about close to an hour. And yeah. we're going to go, you're going to try the fluff for the first time. Oh, Which is yes. exciting. Because, yeah, we just I walk know. a couple, three blocks, and then boom, we're at the facility. Yeah, okay. But I don't think I'd raise my kids on a commune. Okay. I think it's That's just the too question much. I was getting to. No, no, yeah. no. But I think I would want to have, like, a lot of people around and just, you know, mm -hmm. community. Which is hard to find without a commune, though, to be fair. Yeah. And maybe That's you true. found it, but like we, we got really lucky to find it but up until 25, 20 or 24 and 26. We didn't have yeah. it. Now that we have it, I'm like, oh, my God, it would be it's heartbreaking weird. to go away from it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug, like your YouTube channel? Oh, gosh. Are you going to make them unlisted? <laughs> Someone goes to your YouTube <laughs> channel. There's nothing here. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'll just say that. I'll just paste the unlisted links. Don't worry. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, I won't do that. I won't around. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to launch arielrubin.com soon cool. in the next few weeks. Because it's Ariel Inc. right now. Yeah, it's Ariel Inc. right now. And so why, what's the change? What's What was the Inc. from? That was just something cool that I thought of when I was younger. Like incorporated? And I thought it was cool. Okay, yeah. But now I'm now like, mm, Embracing yourself. Let's be like, arielrubin.com. Cool. That's cooler. I'm tigergruba.com. She yeah. needs to get ktron.com. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a website. Don't look for one. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day. You just have to come on a podcast and then Tiger's going to threaten some stuff and then you just yeah. got to like oh make sure your okay, there website's we go. doing that. I know. It's not our website, but um, Mark owns badhabit.com. Oh, and so we have nice. emails. She has ktron at badhabit.com and I have oh, tiger at badhabit. I'm like, Pretty yo, what a cool great. email address. Yeah, Fitting. that's awesome. It's my sacred one. Oh my God. Well, I'll just lastly say that um, listening to this podcast, Magic Lessons, there was one episode with Brene Brown and she said something about creativity that unused creativity is not benign that it metastasizes into Ooh. shame and rage and mm. fear and resentment and i thought that was really interesting that sort of feels like a theme currently where like i've had all this amazing creativity that's bubbling and i've had to be like no mm -hmm. i am you know 
business now. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's not, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, very relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this is just a time for creativity, and I'm really excited. You know, I don't know where it's going to lead, but arielrubin.com. My cool. videos will be posted there so soon. You have, you have the thing. If I link it, will it, like, it'll just be a dead address for a while? Or you have No, it, you there's definitely something it. there. Actually, cool. there's a podcast there that didn't ever get started called Silicon and Granola because... Micah said I was the perfect combination of silicon and granola. That's what your first episode was named. Yeah, that's what it was all about a few years ago when I launched that. Yeah. And then never. And happened. now you're just granola, baby. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just going crazy, going rogue. But, but no, I think that the business side is never going to leave. I think, yeah, I'm going to start some income streams that will hopefully keep me stable and awesome. then let the creativity go for a bit. And hopefully it'll come full circle. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming on the show. You leave in like a month or two? Yeah. Cool. So maybe I'll see you in four months when you get back or something yep, like that. Yeah, I'll be back. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Lots of love. Bye. And we're out.